Hey, C.S. Joseph with csjoseph.life doing another episode on our series, What Types Are Socially Compatible With What? If you notice, I haven't done a uh, lecture in a couple of days, and well, I was out of town. I was actually in Atlanta for a while, not really able to film out there because don't have the trusty whiteboard. So yeah, that kind of sucked, but I'm back doing more lectures. I'm hoping to get many more uh, done this weekend and uh, hopefully some next week as well since I have over 500 in my queue still to do with all the requests coming in so we're going to continue to get through them so anyway be that as it may what types are socially compatible with the ESFP is uh, today's episode and probably be doing like some more of these today as well but uh, hopefully uh, I know we've been spending so much time on uh, sensing types, but the next couple of lectures after this are going to be on intuitives, I promise. And then we're going to do a little bit more sensing, and then some intuitives, and then sensing, and then some intuitives again. And then we can move on from social compatibility. Finally, it's taking, it's taking forever. So, with that in mind, I uh, just wanted to uh, be straight with you on that point, and uh, we're going to be continuing on with our content as per usual. So with that in mind, welcome to the what type is or types are socially compatible with the ESFP. The ESFP is the entertainer type, extroverted sensing, feeling, perceiving. It is the artisan, which means it is a freedom-based creator in its temperament. And its interaction style is the starter, which is the people that start lots of things or and then have a hard time finishing it. And they're putting a lot of energy at the beginning of things, getting things going, but they have a hard time finishing. Uh, they can barely finish anything. And especially ESFPs because they don't know what they want. And that can be like a lot of trouble for ESFPs. So any, anyway, with that being said, uh, for those listening on the podcast, I will start listing out what types are compatible according to social compatibility for your benefit. Please realize what social compatibility is. I put the disclaimer out at the beginning of every one of these lectures because there's a difference between functional compatibility with cognitive functions and camaraderie. Camaraderie does not equal compatibility. What's the difference? So people would say, well, an ESFP has good relationship compatibility with an ISFP. No, they don't actually. They have very negative compatibility. In fact, an ISFP would be like the second to last on the list for social compatibility. The reason why they have high camaraderie and it seems like they're compatible is because they're both SFPs. They're both artisans, they're both SFPs, for example. They both live in the moment, they interact with the world similarly, right? So that's just for you folks to understand and to know that and realize that that is the case. We did a video comparing the ESFPs with the ISFPs. They're not compatible with each other but they have camaraderie. So they have more of a shoulder to shoulder kind of relationship. Remember, social compatibility is shoulder to shoulder relationships combined with face to face relationships and then average together. And then at that point you end up with social compatibility and then it follows this algorithm where the cognitive functions are stacked against each other in a certain way that makes them the most compatible to the least compatible. And we're going to be exploring that in this lecture, as I've said, multiple times with similar lectures. So let's begin. ESFPs are compatible with SJs, first and foremost, NPs, second most, fellow SPs, third most, and NJs, the least. 
and that is just very high level bird's eye view of looking at it in terms of their general compatibility. But to go deeper, let's do it this way. They're compatible with SFJs the most, followed by NTPs, followed by STJs, followed by NFPs, NFJs, STPs, NTJs, and fellow SFPs. In terms of compatibility, again, a little bit closer to the weeds, but very high level, right? And if you notice actually in future compatibilities, when I'm talking about working compatibility or sexual compatibility or intimate compatibility as you call it, whatever, uh, and then we're gonna talk about the sexual responses of the types, etc. those types of videos, they're gonna stay very high level in this area. Although I do have lists for each of these algorithms calculated out, but the rules are different. The metadata is different. It is not the same. So remember, just we're gonna have to like be aware of that. Social compatibility is about friendships, right? Uh, it's not about necessarily intimacy, although people are asking me intimacy-related questions all the time for these lectures, even though these are more friendship-focused. So remember the difference when you're referring to this. And those listening to the podcast, here is the list for ESFPs from top to bottom. It is ISFJ at the top, ESFJ is second, INTP is third, ENTP is fourth, ISTJ is fifth, ESTJ is 6th, INFP is 7th, ENFP is 8th, INFJ is 9th, ENFJ is 10th, ISTP is 11th, ESTP is 12th, INTJ is 13th, ENTJ is 14th, ISFP is 15th, ESFP is 16th at the bottom because why would you want to be friends with yourself? You already know who you are. Seems kind of redundant, you know? Let's stay away from the redundancy. So let's dive in. Remember, these videos or lectures or podcasts, I do the compatibility ones, I do the top four and the bottom four, and then we have a good idea. And also, for friendship, the higher compatibility you are with your cognitive functions, the more deeper the relationship could go. The lower the compatibility, the more shallow, more shoulder length, more from a distance, more acquaintance the relationship would be. But you could still have good camaraderie with uh, acquaintances, so please keep that in mind, deep versus shallow. And remember camaraderie, if not everyone is compatible with everybody, but not everyone has camaraderie with everybody. These are two different concepts, but this is there, evolutionarily speaking, to give us redundancy. Because if we don't have some kind of redundancy with our relationships, we wouldn't like, we'd only really, really be separated as a race and really only have anything to do with certain types of people instead of like most people because given that this redundancy between camaraderie and compatibility, we end up having decent relationships with most people, six out of 10 people, right? Whereas, you know, that four out of 10 is kind of like, yeah, stay away from me, right? Instead of, or if it was just compatibility only, it'd probably be two or three out of 10. So there, there's a reason for camaraderie versus compatibility, be aware of that. Now, ESFP, top compatibility, the ISFJ, duh. So the ISFJ is the defender, is behind the scenes, past focus, duty based, all about making other people feel good, knows what it thinks, and secure about how other people want, very dutiful, can deal with the punishment of absolutely anything, uh, they can survive anything, they can endure anything, the ISFJ, right? And they are built for taking punishment. Guess what? The ESFP is built for giving punishment because SE Hero, SE Hero is all about punishment. Uh, why, I mean, ESTPs have SC Hero, I mean, come on, right? But SC Hero is all about giving sensation to somebody else. All about giving, you know, uh, pushing that sensation, doing that reality checking, and uh, 
Sometimes it can be physical, sometimes it's more just like what's being said or what's done, but uh, regardless, it generates an experience that is delivered to the ISFJ and the SI hero is able to take any experience that another human being can dish. That's why ISFJs are the most battle-hardened of all the types. They can take the hits. Uh, they're the people that can survive the most in the ring. They are the knight in shining armor, male or female, doesn't matter. And they're very focused on fairness and justice more than any other type. And because they're able to endure anything, they end up developing the highest sense of faith and having faith in themselves and having faith that they can get through anything outside more so than any other type. It is an absolute fantastic capability to have with SI Hero to be able to endure as much as possible. So, how are they compatible? The ISFJ knows the experience it would like to have. ESFP is aware of the experience it would like to have. No conflict. The ESFP is aware of how they feel. Well, the ISFJ is aware of how the ESFP feels. No conflict. The ISFJ is aware of what it thinks. Then the ESFP is aware of what the ISFJ thinks. No conflict. <sighs> the ISFJ is afraid of what the ESFP wants. Well, the ESFP is already afraid of what it wants. No conflict. Same thing down here. The ESFP is very uh, worried about its experience, about its past, that its childhood was not as good as it was before, right? Well, the ISFJ is worried about that too. No conflict. And then the ISFJ is very critical towards its own self-worth, and the ESFP is already critical towards everyone else's self-worth anyway. No conflict. How does that manifest? FE critic is very interesting because FE critic is like, it's always constantly telling people, you know, do you deserve this? It's all, because if my parent walks around believing that they deserve things, almost kind of like life owes them something, it's really dumb. But that's what they, that's what FI parent can do. It's really, really bad with ENFPs. Luckily, ESFPs don't do it like ENFPs do. But when ESFPs do it, it's like, like when they're talking to their children or uh, talking to their families or close friends, you know, and, and then a child does something wrong or, or they will not give good things to people because, like, well, you don't deserve it. You know, even though, like, I mean, an FE parent from an ISFJ would believe a person deserves it, but FE critics, like, now, don't do that nice thing for those people because they don't deserve it. And the ISFJ is like, actually, they do deserve it because of X, Y, and Z. Oh, okay, maybe you're right because my, my TE child is so aware of what you think and I have to believe what you say is true because you focus on what's true, false, instead of I just focus on belief. Yeah. ESFPs are all about belief, right? So that can be a thing. Uh, and it's not, it's not a bad thing. I mean, ESFPs, you know, because they're so amusing without thought, because they're so without thought, they actually have the ability to learn and train and uh, they read, because reading empowers TE child more than any other function and reading insanely makes them so strong to the point where ESFPs, they have a bad rap for being dumb because they have a TI trickster. They're not dumb. If they spend a lot of time re uh, reading and getting those references and uh, those articles or that information, they could be super intelligent INTJ subconscious electrical engineers. I've met some ESFP electrical engineers and they're freaking brilliant. So don't count an ESFP out because eventually, you know, they'll settle in that area. If they really discover the power of reading, for example, they could literally be some of the most intelligent people you've ever met and it's really nice to have them around. That's what the ISFJ appreciates about them very much because the ISFJ is trying to seek out its own brilliance 
but it's nice to have someone around to provide that brilliance reference points and points uh, to be able to begin with when they're doing things. It's, it's really nice to have that. And the ISFJ certainly appreciates that about the two. Um, the ISFJ is not aware of what other people think. The ESFP is not aware of what they think themselves anyway because true, false, right? So there's no issue there. The ISFJ doesn't give a damn about what it wants and the ESFP doesn't give a damn about what the ISFJ wants. So no conflict, there's no issue there. They're very compatible. ISFJ loves getting, the, loves getting that experience from SE Hero. It wouldn't really like to have an experience from lower than that because the SE Hero has the impact where the, IS, uh, the SI Hero is able to feel the impact of SE, uh, of SE Hero. It's hero to hero impact. They really can feel the impact. They really appreciate that. They like being shown things all the time. Hey, look what I can do, you know? Or, or hey, look what I made. Or I want to show you this thing, etc. ISFJs really like that because it makes them feel loved because they're constantly getting that experience from their ESFP friend, right? And they really like having that friendship. So, so be aware of that. Uh, you know, and, and ISFJs can get super caring towards the ESFP and nurture them and make them feel good about themselves, help them out, be super supportive. ESFPs love that. They love being supported. They love to feel loved. They love to know that their ISFJ is thoughtful towards them because they want people to think highly of them. That's what ESFPs want to do. And ISFJs do that for the ESFP. And it's really awesome. And the ESFP is super afraid of what they want and they end up getting like failure to launch syndrome very easily. They'll end up going to like seven colleges before figuring out what it is they actually want to do because they have no idea what they want to do. So for an ESFP, if you're an ESFP, you should focus on take, meeting your own needs, take responsibility for meeting your own needs, have personal standards so you can continue to meet your own needs, have personal boundaries for people to keep people you know, away from uh, or prevent people from inhibiting you from meeting your own needs, right? And only after you've realized you've met your needs, then you know what you want. So you save the wanting for last. I know it's unfair to you, ESFPs, because when like, and this is really important because society speaking, everyone's to their children like, well, what do you want to be when you grow up? Asking that to an ESFP child, for example, they'll freak out and they'll be super afraid of the future. Don't do that. Don't make them afraid. You got to make it about needs. You got to make it about more about what they, what they should do in that regard. Talk to their ISFJ shadow be like, what are you going to do, and I inferior, to meet your needs, TE child, if I parent, right? By focusing on that, eventually the ESFP will see what other people are doing or have the experience that they need to meet their own needs, and then they will start to know what they want, and they'll develop personal goals. And it, and it may take them till 25 years old to figure it out, maybe 30, that's okay, that's actually very healthy for them because they need to focus on meeting their own needs, right? After they've met their needs, they start to develop what they want, then they kind of know themselves better, and there is no such thing as failure to launch syndrome or that insecurity within ESFPs anymore. They're aspiring with what they want because they've spent so much time trying to meet their needs, right? And based on that, they actually become better people. And the ISFJ really helps them do that. Why? Because NE inferior likes to aspire itself and provide options to the ESFP. So the ESFP ends up having options because the ESFP is like always looking for new options and new opportunities with SE Hero, but usually can only find one or two and it gets afraid. What if I make the wrong decision? What if I want the wrong thing? The ES ISFJ is there to be like, yeah, no, that's not an issue. I got your back. I will protect you from the scary future, right? 
because they know the scary is, the future is scary to the ISFJ, so the ISFJ will protect the ESFP as well as their sense of loyalty and duty because SE hero or SE in general needs someone who is loyal and dutiful to them so that they have the freedom to operate and the freedom to do what they want. The ISFJ is all about giving the ESFP the freedom that it needs to live, right? On a day-to-day -day basis. So that is what the top compatibility relationship looks like for these. Now, let's look at these. ESFP to ESFJ, very similar relationship. They're both extroverts, although this one is an introvert and they have that responding aspect to it, which is really nice to be able to respond. But both of these are extroverts and they're very similar. Uh, it's FE hero to, to FI parent, same kind of relationship, almost identical to the ISFJ, except in here there's built-in humility in this. The, um, now realize, when you're doing straight across like this with the first relationship, ESFP plus ISFJ, the energy is so good, the positives are so amazing, but the negatives can also be pretty rough too, right? There's, it, there's still highest compatibility, it's just the fireworks are so amazing. You know, the, the highest highs, but the lowest lows. Be aware of that, why is that? It's because they can read each other like a book, right? They can absolutely read each other like a book and understand everything, and they always know where to hit people where it hurts, right? This is why some people on this channel have claimed well, I'm in this relationship with my shadow and, and it's not really working good. It's because you, know, you need to fix your nurture. It's not a nature problem, it's a nurture problem. Are you being responsible? Are you being mature? Are you being respectable, right? Are you being respectful? Are you having nobility? Do you have beauty, right? Are you taking care of yourself? Do you have self-respect, right? If you don't have those nurture components taking, uh, running alongside your nature, it doesn't matter how compatible you are, your relationship is going to fail. It doesn't matter, right? You need to make sure that you're working on yourself. You need to make sure that you are building yourself, building that maturity, building that beauty, building that nobility, building that respectability, building that respectfulness, that humility, right? The highest highs and the lowest lows for the first relationship. The second relationship has the lows are not, you can't really go as low, but you can't go as high. Slightly low, slightly high in that regard, meaning that not as low, but slightly, not as high, but slightly. The reason is the built-in humility of the cognitive functions because SI parent really respects SI or SE hero. FI parent really expect, uh, uh, respects FE hero because the parent understands the hero has to have the responsibility to save the world. The parent gives the hero the room to do that and it respects the hero's opinion. Conversely, so also the hero respects the parent because the parent's like trying to protect the children. The hero's flying around saving the world. There's collateral damage. The children may get injured, etc. I've said this many times in these lectures. This is the parent-hero uh, relationship. There is built-in humility here. Remember, because the cognitive functions are able to find what they're looking for, because uh, remember, the extroverted function is always trying to consume the introverted function, okay? It's always trying to do that. If you have questions about that, review my playlist on cognitive synchronicity on the YouTube channel. It explains how the functions are compatible with each other at the functional level. Now we're just doing it by the type, but the, the, the extroverted functions are always trying to find and seek out the introverted function of itself, right? So FE, ethics, is always trying to consume someone who has morals, right? Or, uh, or physics is always trying to consume uh, 
you know, the, the past. It's always consuming, you know, what it's looking for the what is. This is the source of what is. This is trying to gather the what is, trying to find the what is. It's seeking the what is, right? Whereas introvert intuition is, is the source of the what if, and extrovert intuition is trying to seek the what if, right? That's why people who have NE and in their top four functions are always saying, what if this, what if this, what if this? Whereas an NI user in the top four functions are saying, well, what if I? What if I? What if I? Because they're the source. They're the source of the what if, right? Whereas any is like, what if you? What if you? Looking for the external what if. And that's how important it is and how important it can be and how it can manifest in that way, right? Anyway, the ego, both egos of these types are able to find everything that they're looking for here, here, and here. And it's the same thing in these relationships here. Um, ESF, ESFP plus SFJ relationships are super common in marriage. Uh, also, ESFP plus ENTP is also super common in marriage. I actually had this marriage at one point in time. This is actually pretty common for both of them. It is very rare for some reason, based on my research and my personal experience, for me to see ESFP plus INTP. I just don't see it. And I think it's because culturally, ESFPs are like really out and about and the INTP is in their failure to launch syndrome, especially if they're like men and living in the mother's basement thing. Uh, because, you know, if you haven't reviewed the INTP uh, videos yet or the INTP playlist, I explain as to why that is. Uh, they, they are at risk of being failure to launch, having failure to launch syndrome because they get so comfortable with what they're doing, they get stuck in a rut, right? And they're not able to get out and meet those ESFPs that would find them really fascinating, right? So this relationship, the ESFP plus INTP, is not as common. But because ENTPs are experts and they go out more often, they have a higher chance of meeting ESFPs, which is why this relationship can actually exist, right? So let's talk about the ESFP plus INTP. It's a very similar relationship, except it's the hero to the child relationship. SE is trying to uh, give the child a good experience. The child likes, likes to have that. It also helps develop the child, also helps develop the hero they're able to do that. The parent function is interfaced with the inferior functions, which is also very interesting in its own right because they have to aspire in order to get the pessimistic, the pessimism uh, function of the parent to actually, you know, develop, or the parent function is developing the inferior, and it can actually, and it's very pessimistic. There's a lot of fireworks in this relationship, positive and negative, but it leads to really good self-development, which is nice. And the same thing goes for this, uh, this relationship, the ESFP plus the ENTP. Reason is, is because you have the hero trying to develop the inferior function, and that can really super fast track the inferior function from insecurity to aspirational. The problem is the force is such so large that it can actually overwhelm the, the person in their inferior function, and it could actually backfire and give them even more fear, right? because they're not as responsible in this relationship. FI parent or any parent is being more responsible to make NI inferior, you know, have options. It's doing it more, more responsibly with INTP. But with ESFP and ENTP, not so much. There's a higher risk of a problem, you know, manifesting in that regard. So anyway, that's it for the top four compatible types. Let's look at the bottom four not so compatible. ESFP plus INTJ, that is the polar opposite. Look at that. Any hero, I'm gonna give you what you want, and I or any demon, you know, the demon to the to the hero. Yeah, that's not gonna work. Look at that, how far it has to travel. It's such huge distance that it has to go. It's not really going to work out. Plus, you have a lot of interference from all the other functions competing. 
You know, you have the least interference with ESFP, barely interference the ESFP and ESFJ, and you know, as you keep going with all the additional types, there's a lot more interference as it goes, but this is like the worst possible interference with these types. They have like the central location here where it's just like, wow, where all of our functions are literally in this giant traffic jam trying to get to the other functions, etc. It's just not going to work. And same thing here, there's multiple traffic jams, like four, four different traffic jams, uh, all within this type, which is the ESFP plus ENTJ. Not exactly ideal, it can be a problem. I mean, ENTJs looking at the ESFP, literally walking around feeling like the ESFP is the stupidest person it's ever met because TE Hero is trying to find the, the TI trickster black hole. Do you have a single thought in your head, right? Is the ENTJ's point, which obviously makes the ESFP feel bad because, ow, oh, he thinks so little of me because he thinks I'm so stupid and I, and then, and then I'm trying to give him a good experience, but he doesn't know the experience he's trying to have, you know, for example. So that would be, that would be terrible. I mean, I mean, think about it. Like, is this really a, a relationship good for an ESFB? Absolutely not. Because the ENTJ would be unhappy that with, with this person because they're like, wow, this person's stupid. Or the ESFP would be unhappy with the ENTJ. It's like, does this person have a loyal bone in their body? Does this person remotely have any sense of duty whatsoever? They just do whatever they want, you know? And it really frustrates the ESFP and makes their any demon committed to destroying the future of the ENTJ. Not good. That also happens to the INTJ. Any demon is committed to destroying the future of the NI, um, of the, uh, the NI hero, to the point where the ESFP and the INTJ, like they literally do not allow each other to want things. They don't allow each other to have the freedom. They're trying to obligate each other, right? Because the ESFP with SE hero, SE hero is trying to obligate. SE inferior is trying to obligate. Because SE, that's what it does. It obligates people. How are you going to obligate an SI trickster? That doesn't make sense. How are you going to obligate an SI demon? It's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. You have to have introverted sensing higher in the top four functions to obligate. ESFPs obligate ISFJs all the time. ESFPs obligate ESFJs all the time. They obligate INTPs and ENTPs all the time because these four types can be obligated. SE needs to be able to obligate others, right? How is that gonna happen? It's not going to with these types. So why are you trying so hard to be friends with them? Don't do it, ESFPs. You can't be in a good relationship or a good friendship with these people because you're trying to obligate them, show them what they should be doing, and it just goes completely over their head. They're not even gonna understand. And not only that, these types are not gonna let you have the freedom to do whatever you want. And these types are gonna think less of you all the time, and they do not care about how you feel. You think every demon cares about how the ESFP feels? Ha! Or do you really think every trickster, the black hole of social awareness, like, Oh, I'm really aware of how you feel. No, because the INTJ is only aware of how it feels. The ENTJ is only aware of how it feels, right? It has, they, both these NTJ types do not even have time or concept that other people have feelings because they're so focused on their own internal morality, their own internal value system, that it doesn't even occur to them that other people have their value systems too. And these value systems end up clashing and competing. And to think, ESFP plus INTJ is what Socionics says is the best relationship. Are you kidding me? Duality is a lie. Don't pay attention to that. Burn it. Like seriously, Socionics is very wrong. You do not, likes, do not go with likes. 
oh, because I'm a TE user, I need to be with fellow TE users. No, that's camaraderie. See, socionics teaches compatibility when in reality they're teaching camaraderie. Not good. And then down here, ESFP plus ISFP, they're both SFPs. They have a lot of uh, intersections where their, their cognitive functions intersect. It just turns into a shit show, huge traffic jams. It's not going to work. Uh, it, except the ESFP is criticizing the ISFP for being a bad person. This is an FI hero. This is an ISFP. What business is an ESFP telling an ISFP that they're a bad person, right? It's because the ESFP walks around and it's like looking at the ISFP. Oh, you're really free and whatnot, but do you really deserve... Do you really deserve all the good stuff that you have? Do you really deserve this? Do you, re do you really deserve the good in life? What do you do? Sometimes the ESFP looks at the ISFP and is like, you are the most laziest person I've ever met. Remember? Diligence versus idleness. When they're in this relationship, the ESFP and the ISFP, the ISFP can tend to be super idle. And the ESFP will start doing instant gratification all the time instead of waiting because the ESFP learns to not wait on the ISFP. So because it can't trust that the ISFP is going to deliver for the ESFP, the ESFP gets bogged down in this constant endless cycle of instant gratification. And literally this relationship actually brings out the vices instead of the virtues. Whereas these relationships, the top four, bring out the virtues in the people, but these bring out the vices in the people. Why would you want that? Like ESFP and ESFP. Why would you wanna be in a relationship or a friendship with yourself? You are already providing that, co that cognition to the relationship. You do not need another source. You just don't. I remember when MBTI first taught, uh, came out and they were teaching that ENTPs should be with ENTPs. That is ridiculous. No, no, that's not how it works, people. But that's what we were taught when it first came out. You know, I remember reading about that like in 2005. It was like ridiculous. No, no, thank you. You know, you don't want similar types being in friendships with each other. Just keep them at arm's length. Keep them at an acquaintance level. It's not going to work out. You think an e like this ESFP, ESFP, I'm funnier than that one. No, I'm funnier than you. Or I look better than you do. No, I look better than you. Wow, you sound really bad. Well, you sound, you know, I think you sound worse than I do. You know, it becomes a stupid thing. Imagine ESFP men, both of them, and it turns into this weird cat fight between two guys. Weird. But that's what would happen. You know, you don't want to have this relationship. Like seriously, you know, so, so remember, stick with the SFJs and the NTPs or, you know, the SJs or the NPs for ESFPs. They're going to have better friendships with those than instead of the, uh, the, N, the fellow SPs or NJs, obviously. Like don't, don't even go there. It's not worth it. I do not, I do not recommend it by any means. No way. So anyway, with all that being said, uh, that concludes this episode on what types are socially compatible with ESFPs. If you found this video educational, insightful, useful, helpful, please subscribe to the channel here on YouTube and also on the podcast. If you like the video, hit a like too while you're at it. If you have any questions about ESFPs or their compatibilities, please leave in the comment section. I'll do my best to answer your comments. Also, uh, I have a bunch of you in line for coaching right now. Uh, I apologize. I was out in Atlanta for a while. I was not able to get back to uh, to you and schedule those coaching sessions, but I did email you back. And anyone else has emailed me as well, I've also emailed you too if you have your questions and whatnot. And it's been fantastic. So let's keep that going. 
And I'm also getting a lot of requests by email as well. And all of your requests are in the schedule. I promise I will get to them. And again, it's just been so difficult for me to get time to do these lectures uh, in as much as I have been able to because, you know, my day job and, uh, you know, it's Father's Day and my children were visiting. It's, it's getting crazy in the summer, right? So I'm probably going to end up scheduling these videos where I end up releasing uh, lectures at certain days so that we can always, you know, rely on, okay, that's when this next lecture is, etc. So anyway, with all that being said, I got a lot more of these to film today, so I'll see you guys tonight.